When it comes to learning English, you should shoot for the moon. Shoot for the moon. Have you heard this very famous English saying before? I'll tell you the full meaning at the end of this episode, and I will tell you the second half of this saying. But have a think about it, and I'll come back to it later. Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host Michael Lavers. Welcome everyone to the Level Up English podcast. Thank you as always for being here. I hope you're having a good week so far. Don't forget that this is the podcast where you can improve your listening while reading the transcript. So if you want to, there's always a transcript that I'll link to in the show notes. And if you click on that link or follow that link, you will be able to read everything I'm saying. Maybe improve your vocabulary as well. So if you're not driving or walking, that might be a good thing to do at some point. But of course, it's up to you. Also, I have to mention iTalky. iTalky. Have you, do you know iTalky? <laughs> iTalky is a website that's been very, very useful throughout this pandemic, and it's where people can get online lessons in any language that they're learning. So, of course, for you guys, I'm sure you'd want to learn English. So, if you want to get an English teacher, you can head over to iTalky, and if you follow my link, you can get a free ten dollars. And of course, that ten dollars can be used for a couple trial lessons or a couple lessons with a teacher you like. So, try it out. There's nothing to lose. And when you do that, I also get a tiny, tiny commission at no extra cost to you. So it's also a great way to support me and the podcast and keep it going as well. So if you like what I'm doing and you want to get an English lesson, then go to my link, levelupenglish.school/free, or there should be a link in the show notes that you can follow as well. Next on the agenda, I've got a quick podcast review. So every week I read the new podcast reviews I get. So thank you everyone for being so kind, taking the time to leave them. It's so kind of you. This week I've got one from Eliane. I'm always nervous about pronouncing names, but I hope I did okay. And Eliane is from Brazil, and she says, "I love this podcast. I heard it all the time, and I repeat." And I hear it again and again, and it helps me a lot with my listening. Your work is incredible, and there are transcripts to help us. Yes, transcript. The vocabulary section is amazing. I learn a lot with you. Thank you. I'm from Brazil, but I'm living in the UK for now. So thank you so much. That's such a kind review. It's really nice of you, and it really helps my podcast get a bit more popular as well. You know, more people can find out about it. Which is my goal. So thank you very much for that. I hope you're enjoying the UK. We have some nice weather today, anyway. So I hope you're enjoying that and not missing home too much. Yeah. If anyone else likes what I'm doing and you want to leave a review, the best place to do that would be on Apple Podcasts, and I'll read your review on a future episode. Well, I've got so much going on recently,、um, but I tried to keep this short. The last thing I want to say is a quick reminder. 
that if you want to keep getting my free email lessons, then head over to my personal website, which is ewmichael.com. And there you could sign up to my email list on the homepage. And every Thursday, I send out a free vocabulary or grammar lesson. So if you're interested in doing that and learning together with me, then head over there and join the free lessons. Next one out tomorrow. Okay, I always feel a little bit guilty for making the intro too long, but I hope you guys don't mind. I'll get into the topic today. The topic is expectations versus ability. Expectations versus skill. I'm going to start with a very shocking thing to say, very controversial, and that is don't set your expectations too high. Now, maybe that's got your attention. That's a very surprising thing to say. But I think it's important to know what to expect when you're learning English. You you see these videos and courses all the time that say, learn English in three days, or learn English in your sleep, all these kind of things. And it really kind of perpetuates or makes that idea more clear that you can learn English so easily in a short time. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you know that that's not really true. So in this quick episode, I'm going to talk about what kind of expectations you should have when you're learning English, how to stop comparing yourself to other people, how to stop feeling frustrated with your current level. So first of all, it's important not to expect too much of yourself. So it is important to reach for the moon. As I said at the beginning, it's important to aim as high as possible. So this means you have really high goals. And if you are committed and you study hard, you will definitely be able to get there over time if you put your mind to it. I think it is amazing what people can do when they just put their mind to it, which means they commit themselves and they try really hard. However, it is important not to be too hard on yourself. And this means if you expect too much from yourself, you will end up with disappointment and the feeling that you're not good enough. And of course, this goes for any situation in life. If your expectations are so high, you will never reach them and you will always feel disappointed in the end. So one example of this is, you know, you read on a blog post that you can become fluent in English in two years. Maybe someone's done that before. I don't know. Depends what you mean by fluent, I guess. But you think, wow, this is a good goal, two years. And I know that because I felt the same way when I started learning Japanese. I saw maybe take six years. And then when I studied for six years, I didn't feel fluent. And I felt very bad about that, very uh, dispirited and kind of guilty. So if you kind of have that goal of, you know, becoming fluent in two years or whatever, if you don't reach that, it's going to lead you to feeling impatient. And the longer you take to learn, the more frustrated you're going to get. It's that idea of always wanting to be somewhere you're not. Right now, I'm not good, but in the future, it will be perfect. 
And I think generally in life, this isn't the best mindset to have. So remember, if you do get frustrated with this mindset, frustration is a terrible environment for language learning. We can all agree that it's much easier to learn when you're having fun. But when you're frustrated, it's very difficult to learn something because you just don't care about it. A word of warning is to avoid falling into the comparison game. Now, when I say the comparison game, I mean comparing yourself to other people. And of course, we all do this at some point. It's impossible to avoid it completely. It's important to be cognizant of this, to be aware of this. So especially as English learners, you have a lot of competition. You have people all around the world learning English. There will always be someone better than you. And it's very, very easy to think, well, why can't I be as good as them? Maybe they have studied much less than me and they're much better than me. And there are a few a few reasons to avoid this. I mean, first of all, it's a bad expectation to have because you will never be the best in the world. Uh, another reason is that you tend to see the good in other people and the bad in yourself. So when you focus on your own ability, you probably only focus on the areas in which you lack. You know, I'm not good at this area, but maybe it's very easy to forget about the areas that you are good at and other people can see them more easily in you. So that's important to remember. But besides that, it's just an unhealthy mindset to have. So one expectation to avoid is not comparing yourself to other people. I like to say only compare yourself to who you were in the past. Sometimes not even then, but I think that's a good way to do it. Think about how far you've come in the past and compare yourself to who you could be in the future. Think about the person you want to be in five years or 10 years time. And this could go for, of course, language level, or it can go just for any other aspect of your character. And now think about, are you on track to become that person? If you study as you are now every day for the next five years, will you reach your goals? That's a really nice reflection to make is just on your current trajectory, which means the path you're taking, where will you be in five years? So that is, a, I think that's a positive comparison to make. It's a kind of imaginary comparison. <laughs> so it's really important to focus on the fun. This is my next point. Focus on the fun and not the feeling of where you should be. Because there is nowhere where you should be. So don't set high standards for yourself. I think it's really nice if you realise there's some area of English you don't know and just to get comfortable with that. Get comfortable with not knowing something. And that's a really liberating feeling to have. And the reason why I thought of this, you know, I'm still working off my notes. Uh, About six or seven months ago, I went travelling to Asia And during that time, I made so, so many language notes. And a lot of the podcasts for this whole year have been based on the notes on that trip. So this comes from that trip. And the reason why I thought of it was because I first went to Japan. And when I was in Japan trying to use Japanese, I had a constant feeling that I wasn't good enough. And I hated speaking English. 
I always tried to avoid English. Whenever I had to use English, I felt really guilty. Like, I should be better than this. I shouldn't have to use English. However, my next country was Thailand. And in Thailand, I didn't care. For whatever reason, well, I think I know the reason, actually, because I hadn't studied Thai. I had one hour lesson in Thai, used a little bit of little bit of a Thai app I had on my phone, but I really didn't have high expectations because I hadn't put any time into my studies. And in hindsight, so when I look back on that moment, I realised that I would have had much more fun in Japan if I had just focused on what I was doing and not what I was not doing, not focus on where I thought I should be. So just to give you a practical example, maybe in Japan I met someone and I said, maybe I just said a sentence like, so you know, what do you do for work? Or where do you live? Where are you from? And then I just spent the rest of the day thinking about like, oh, I missed one preposition or I didn't say that, I didn't pronounce that word correctly. I was beating myself up. I was really mad at myself. My expectations were so high because I had invested so much time into that language before. However, when in Thailand, I was very happy to talk English. I didn't mind too much. When I did use Thai, I would just say like, thank you to someone, simple thank you, even though I had a bad accent, you know, something like that. I don't really remember, but I remember having a really good feeling like, wow, I just said one word in Thai and I was very excited. I felt like I made an effort and this was because I had basically no expectations. The perfect situation, of course, would be if I had had higher goals. So if I had the goal to speak lots of Thai and low expectations, I think that would have been great because I would have tried a lot more. But actually my expectations and my goal were both low in Thailand. So that led me not to actually speak much Thai. But also they had very good English generally. So actually I'm going to put a graph that I drew all by myself on the blog post for this episode. And this is going to be at levelupenglish.school slash podcast 68 podcast 68 and if you go there you'll see my little graph so I've got your level of skill which slowly increases over time your skill of English increases your expectations generally will increase much much faster and this line you really have to kind of keep lower if you want to avoid disappointment I just want to clarify one more time, there's a difference between expectations and goals. It's important to have high goals, I think, but don't have your expectations so high as the goals. Okay, so just to summarise, we could say, if you expect your English to be perfect, you will always feel disappointed and unhappy. Because you will never reach that stage of perfection, that line, the goal, And that expectation line that you're trying to reach will always be out of reach, will always be on the horizon. And what's the point of learning a language if it's not fun? So don't be too hard on yourself. Just like I did in Thailand, learn to make it fun, 
learn to focus on the tiny wins that you have and that will be the best environment to learn English and improve much faster. So one sentence summary, have high goals and realistic expectations. I hope that makes sense. Check out the graph on the show notes for more, more clear summary, perhaps. But yeah, I might have been a bit rambly today, so I hope you can understand and I hope you can um, bear with me when I do get into these rambly moments. So yeah, we're coming up on 20 minutes now, so I think we'll stop here today. I have exhausted this topic, I think, but I hope it's been useful. Whatever you're doing, whether you're working, you're staying at home, you're maybe even traveling, that would be cool. Whatever it is, I hope you have a great week. I hope you keep studying English. hope you make it fun. And I'll see you next Wednesday for your weekly motivation boost. <laughs> see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening. At the beginning of the show, I mentioned the phrase shoot for the moon. Do you know what this means? Did you work this out? Shoot for the moon just means aim really high. In other words, when you're doing something in life, aim for the highest possible point and try to see how far you can go. The full quote is shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you will still land among the stars. So even if you don't reach your goals, you will still get somewhere amazing because you have tried so hard and you've set really high and achievable goals. Think about how you can do that in your English learning and shoot for the moon.